good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, it's a football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blowitz Blitz. Today is another two-day part for me. Um, you'll see the other episode later. Uh, you'll notice a shirt, and I'll mention it <clears throat> um, to cover my basis. JRB31 on Twitter. Check out Jets X Factor. A um, bunch of good uh, stuff going on there with Nania and Sabo with the Wing Quebec podcast. And we have the Oklahoma Drill podcast with Andrew Golden, uh, Vitor, and Matt. Uh, who is Zazzy Jets on, on Twitter. Um, follow those guys. I mean, about a bunch of other writers who cover stories and stuff like that. Thomas Christopher and G off and all these other guys. So check out Jets X Factor, uh, which is owned by myself, Sabo and Nania. Uh, make sure to check it out. We appreciate it. Subscribe um, again or not again, but today is Thursday, June 24th. Uh, just in case that you there are some big news that breaks in two, three weeks that I obviously am not able to cover because you are listening to me three weeks, four weeks, a month in the future. So I can't really cover it. Um, so I like to start out the show kind of saying where I am, where I'm at in time, because uh, I just want to, uh, you guys to be aware. So if something comes out, I can't tell you. Um, <clears throat> but with that being said, be rel- not, not relatively quick. This is probably the longer this is, a, this is one of the longer reviews I have left, and it's not really that long. Um, but a lot of the other guys I have left uh, with like Blair and Neesman and Croft and Coleman are all pretty short or, or you know, 20 to 30 plays. Um, this is the last one. Where I think, I think uh, Feeney is about 42 plays. So uh, I, I feel like I have a tendency with offensive line corner receiver. I could really just – I have to limit myself on recording because I'll record freaking everything. Um, so that's kind of what happened with Feeney and I wanted to watch to be transparent 2019. Um, I watched him where he played left guard. Uh, he played some snaps at center in 2019 too, uh, at like random times, but, um, I wanted to watch like opponents that we're going to have this year. So I watched the Colts, uh, week one, week four, Miami, obvious reasons, uh, Denver week five, because we're going to be playing Denver and, uh, week 14 against Jacksonville. Um, in no way that I know PFF grades or anything like that because I do not have access to PFF grades because I do not subscribe to PFF. Um, so I just picked random games. So if those were his best games, if those were his worst games, I do not know. 2020, um, which is, by the way, this is what most people do. They watch like three, four games a year of anybody. And, you know, that's, it is what it is. So um, 2020, I watched the AFCs because obviously the AFCs played the Charters division. So I watched uh, Week 10 Miami, Week 11 Jets, Week 12, Buffalo. Week 13, New England. They played the AFC East uh, right in a row, um, the Chargers. So those are the games I watched. Left guard, center. I want to get a, a feel for both positions because I do feel like he will be a backup from left guard to center to right guard. Um, and again, he's not the best out there, but in terms of a backup, there's a difference between a bad starter and a bad backup. I think he's a, a bad starter, but a good backup. There's, again, a difference. I will read the strengths and weaknesses at the end, but let's get into Dan Feeney, who I did not even know if I was going to do a review on, but at this point, I got time. Well, I got time. July is going to be a nice month for me. 
catching live streams, doing two. I just made my my preemptive 53-man roster, or not my 53-man roster. Well, I, I have to do that too. But I've made my top 25 list, which I'm going to change a hundred times. And maybe not a hundred times, but uh, some of the guys at the end were like surprising. I had to leave them out. Like in years past, they'd have been in there, but the, the talent is increasing on the Jets. So it was kind of fun. Um, and there's some really, there's really interesting discussions between Kyle Smith and I, uh, if that didn't already happen. By the time you listen to this, it might've already happened to be completely honest. So, um, all these snaps I'm going to show you for the next, you know, 20 or so plays, 20, 25 plays are going to be him at left guard. Maybe one at center. I'll point out if not, but you know, I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, 66 left guard reach. Um, so with him again, uh, or not again, I, I just think I always say again, when I don't say something in the first place, I, I maybe it's just because I watch it. I talk to myself. I, I, I don't know. Um, one of his best traits is his, his athleticism. So I think it will be the outside zone system will be conducive to him being a little bit more successful. Uh, charters, they ran more inside zone gap stuff than the outside zone. So I think his athleticism is his best trait or one of his best traits, whereas his like drive blocking, moving guys off the ball, pinning guys, you know, kicking guys out. Don't think that's his best um, ability, but you can see in terms of, in terms of athleticism, you know, lateral explosion, um, et cetera, right here. It's, it's pretty good. Now you want to watch his feet crossing over like this. They don't cross over brutally, but they do. Um, but you have the, the, and this is how like, you know, uh, a guy and, you know, uh, John Benton would, would, would coach it. Not in, well on the backside, you have to cheat to get in front to, to over, to overtake that front side shoulder. So you have to aim to that front side shoulder, but that front hand, you want to, you want to rake, which is going to come to the, to the chest and kind of, and kind of push opposite of the play side with the front side hand. And the left hand is going to come out um, as like, it depends if you're in backside, front side, front side, it's more of like a, a catch hand where it's, where it's kind of out to your, to your side and you're just ready to catch a guy. If he treats you backside, uh, just to get that positional leverage and kind of stick the block. And on the backside, um, it's more of like a tight flipper as, as he typically says, where it's more inside and ready to shoot to the, the, the inside post of the, um, defensive lineman. But not going to go crazy with that stuff. We have, I cannot wait to go watch film this year at 17 games with, with you guys. Uh, depending on my work weeks, as you guys know, um, some games will be 20 play reviews. Like that might be the only, all I could do for that week because some, some weeks are crazy. Some of them will be 50. You know, it, it really depends um, on my schedule. So good reach block, good lateral athleticism, good explosion, um, good job obviously crossing his face to get that positional leverage gets popped up, but good job keeping balance with his feet and then hopping back to, to get that leverage and getting hands on and lifting. You well, not even lifting. He actually wrenches. So he's wrenching where he's dr dropping his weight, which is not necessarily part of a wrench, but right hand onto the, onto the back hip area, left hand onto the chest. And now he's going to straighten them out. Just, just push with the right, push with the left and it's just straightening that back out, which obviously stands him up and is, uh, you know, he can't run through that. So wrenches him up, obviously hell of a block to start, you know, I think so. I think we've started off pretty positive with Feeney. Um, I feel like he played better at guard than center to me. We'll speak about why in a little bit. Um, drive. Okay. Right here, left guard. Again, for people saying he's awful, like, Again, starter versus backup. Guy you want as backup? I'm okay. And we'll see, you know, obviously the, the first two plays are great. Um, 
but they run a draw. So he's, he's more, he's more rooting down in his set. Obviously still has to take on any, any, anything, any quick, you know, penetration or, or contact to himself. So drops your shoulder into him. I like the hand placement of the, of the left hand, um, into the armpit, into the ribs. We talk about that a lot. Uh, if you watch any offensive lineman r- review, we watched a lot with ABT. And I'm assuming if you watch my ABT review, you're probably, or, or if you're watching my Feeney review, you probably watch my ABT review. So attack the center of mass. Core power to turn them out of the play side or away from the play side, drive his feet, maintain contact. Good block. Um, Feeney hand high, quick feet effort. Okay. Left guard. Definitely plays with effort. You like that. Nice touchdown catch by was that Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan Allen. Um, so he, he jump sets. The uh, loose three, let's call him. Plays with relatively decent leverage. Um, you can see his left hand does land high, though. You can see it lands into the face mask. Obviously, you want to see that in the chest, uh, whether it be you know more inside, inside peck, outside peck. We want to see it at least in the chest. In, in the chest. Um, so his hands don't land cleanly. You have the 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 the, the wide three, whatever, is trying to take the arc, try to bend outside of him. Um, Feeney gets his hands on, obviously, and then he's just going to run him up or run, run him up the arc, and he's going to maintain contact with that left hand. The right hand gets gets uh, kind of swiped upwards or ripped upwards, and uh, he just maintains that contact, runs him all the way down the arc. So you, you like the effort here, and and some other things. So positive. To start. Cool with that. Left card. And you guys know by now if I'm doing the review, if the first play is bad, the first play is bad. I hate starting reviews with a couple of bad plays in a row, but it's, it has happened. And automatically we're like, oh, I'm tuning out. Peace. <laughs> so, left card. Okay. All right. So we have a TE stunt. The P, the T, the first, the tackle loop penetrates. Is the T of that TE? The E is the loop. Feeney sets to him again. More of an aggressive jump set. Aggressive forty-five jumps. I would call it more. I would call it more. Eh, it's a mixture of. It's a mixture of both. He doesn't truly jump in because he's not closing ground on him, but he goes straight lateral. So it's a mix of like a of a jump and a forty-five. It's an aggressive set, but. Obviously notices that he's he's uh, kind of bending his track to the outside, gets his hands on, plays long, stays square, eyes up, drops his post. As we say, the posts are here, this foot in, in this set. This is the post foot. And uh, you got to drop that to open your, your lower half to get back inside. So good job recognizing Hands look like they land a little high, the left hand, but still a good job um, kind of stuffing him to the, the left tackle to allow the left tackle to, to, to uh, pick him up. By the way, I will say this. We will see some plays. The Pretty much the entire Chargers offensive line is brutal. 
like left tackle, you know, uh, right guard I, I i know next year when he's playing center like his left guard right guard ta- left tackle are all just like brutal I, I i think it's a left guard who's worse than the right guard i i forget but they're all pretty bad it, it was it was not good um and you'll see that but overall good job here obviously um good job not over committing you see some guys who overcommit their hips and will kind of and will kind of stick stick this the penetrator too long um, and then the B gap will be too open and they'll take it. So you cannot overcommit on stunts. You have to keep your eyes up. You have to stay square. You have to turn the tank or turn the turret, not the tank, like Jim McNally says, which is just turn the upper half, not the lower half. That's what he's talking about. So good job. Drops his post. You can see some of the athleticism right there. Hands on, runs him out of the play. Look at that throwing window. And that's where the stunt was coming from. Good job by Feeney. I was, I was, like I said, I was generally, I'm higher on Feeney than before I watched him. That's, that's a positive. Um, he's left guard right here. It's a wider split. And this could be because they're running this, like, uh, this boss power zone. So they want to get him closer to the edge, closer to reach a little bit of tighter, tighter split. This is obviously a bigger one. That's a tight one. So tight one on the backside right here could tell you that they don't want this guy to penetrate. Um, but let's watch. So he almost like scooches, but he just, he moves laterally. Um, if this defender of the three tech were to penetrate or to um, kind of stack them. He would just get outside leverage on, on, on this, on this, uh, on the three tech, the D tackle, but he does a good job right here. Not chasing. Um, I, I do like that. You see a lot of guys, young guys, or just guys in general, this guy crosses their face. They're not going to trust their center and um, they're going to chase him inside. And then another guy would penetrate the, let's say the B gap. Um, so I like that. He does not, that he's not ch- uh, chase him hand check which is just popping up that near shoulder to, to allow your uh, one to slow him down and to allow your uh, center, whoever's next to you to, to get, you know, a little bit better positioning on the block and not have to face as much um, momentum. So, but good job, not chasing right hand lands on the, on the uh, inside peck of the guy who's slanting inside. The, uh, the, the D end does a good job overtaking that block, swinging his lower half to get um, that positional leverage, swinging his feet, stand him up. And then run this like this, like uh, power boss zone. I would, I would call it more, more, more uh, boss zone, which is just taking on like the apex. They're blocking to the apex where power is more the D end. Like they would, you know, maybe uh whatever combo to the backer combo to this backer they'd probably actually on a on a on a true like uh power they would probably kick out combo to this backer he would work to this backer and then the fullback would block the d end that's like a power zone um <clears throat> but good job on that play by Feeney.
uh, hands grip. By the way, I have to watch two more games of Niesman and then do the article. And I'm like done with all like the, the articles and the putting up the plays or, or recording plays. Um, and then I just got to record shows and for, within the next six days by next Wednesday, I should be done. So I'm, I'm super pumped. So if Morgan Moses or Sherman or one of these guys gets signed, that's my only focus. And it should be out pretty quick. Um, usually takes me a week. I want to watch, especially with bigger guys. Um, I would, I like to watch 16 games of them. So that could take some time, you know, if I, if a day it's a day off, I can watch, you know, six, seven, eight games. Um, if it's not, you know, maybe two or three, but, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm hoping to sign Moses or, or one of these guys. We'll see. I, I don't think they're done. They're going to sign somebody else and you'll get a, a film review. Um, lifeguard, obviously. Another good play. Like you, you can't tell me this guy is terrible. And this is like good. Like this is a lot of what you, what you learn. Um, in terms of like punching, a lot of guys teach like punches, whether it be inside or outside um, hand that's going to come underneath, but then the other hand coming over the top, like a lot of guys teach that alternating punch where it's, where it's typically for the, the one is underneath second one comes over the top to kind of contain. Um, and he has good punch time here. They're not really necessarily alternated, but they are at the same time, but still steps to wide or, or widens. Because if he, you know, if this guy, if number 90 were to kind of bend it to the, to the B gap, he's stepping outwards so he can, he can catch him where if he stayed too narrow, he would be just working into the hands. Like we, like I like to say, instead of the, the lower body. So he widens to make it a, a you know, a harder, uh, plane across lands the right into the chest lands the left over and just, and just grabs him again. When, when you're this, this tight, tight elbow, you're underneath of the defender. It's going to be hard for him to move you. You don't try to rip him down, jerk him, all the stuff like his hands never leave him. So grip strength right there, punch timing, good base. You know, I like that play. And I was watching this. It's like, and then some of the bad comes, it, it'll, it'll come. Um, I was like, should he start a right guard? <laughs> but I still like GVR better. Um, I like Morgan Moses even better than GVR, but Again, I don't know if he would even play guard. Maybe maybe they'll sign him and they'll say they'll announce him. Oh, Jets signed guard, you know, Morgan Moses, and then then we're pumped. Left guard. Okay, so this is a stunt. Um, looks like you have you have a man coverage hug rush type situation right here. Where if he stays in the block, he's in a he's in a blitz, and if he goes out, he has man on him. And they, they run another uh, T stunt. So now with this, there, there are some negatives and positives. Get out of them, on them, cool with that. Cool with the, the, the knee bend for the, for the most part. Um, again, left hand a little bit high onto the face mask, as you can see. And a little bit of, obviously he overcommits. Now it's a really delayed stunt. Like it takes a while to set in. So <clears throat> you excuse the overcommitting a little bit because of the kind of the throwing off and the timing. But you still want to see him be aware um, one with his, with, with his eyes and kind of just feel the stunt. And you could see this defender obviously kind of trying to hold up the, the, the tackle and not really rushing him. Um, and again, in general, you, you want to, you want to get your hands on and you want to stay square. So you want to see him stay 
more aware of the stunt and not overcommit because this is in a situation he is overcommitting. Now, how does he recover? Because this is not a good position to be in on a stunt um, in any sense. So kind of similar situation to a, you know, corner who knows he's not going to be able to flip his hips right here and get back on, you know, to the inside. He has a speed turn. He, literally the same thing. Speed turn, turn, find your threat. Get your eyes around as quick as you possibly can. So good athleticism. Gets his hands on. Just enough for Rivers to, to dump the ball. Now, is it a perfect play? No, it's not. But hell of a job to recover. If not, Rivers is taking a big shot. So good job finding the block. Blitz pickup movement. Okay. Left guard. The mailman's outside. Got to check. Got to keep the the castle secure. Uh, you know those damn mailman, mail, mailmen. They're they're freaking looking to rob you. I'm kidding. Um. Okay. So they run this blitz where both the the uh, Feeney sides guys are basically going to slant and slide and inside and try to pull him inside. Um. And then they have a wide rusher. So you could, you know, it's a good, it's, it's a good design. Like in, in theory, it's a good design. Again, two guys pulling guy really wide. What is that going to do? It's going to make the, the tackle pretty much, you know, you know, on and on has to completely move out of here. So you eliminate the tackle You try to pull these two guys. And then you have a guy loop into the B gap. Um, so it's a good blitz design. And obviously Feeney slides to his uh, slides to his left notices that this this guy's not really trying to win he's just trying to he's just trying to pull him um you gotta have a feel for that but lands his hands on enough he's not gonna say oh well he's not necessarily trying to win because as we we, we spoke about before unlike picks and stuff like that if you're not picked up you go like you're you're banking on being picked up but at the same time it's even better for them if you don't so he still has to pick him up and you know get hands on to slow him up so another guy can pick him up so um Good job staying square. Drop the post. Hands on. Hands on. Drive off the insteps to stand him up. And then he's going to use him as like a – because nobody's picking him up. One, he's a, a stick it a little bit longer. And now he notices the, the the looper. And he uses him as a push-off point. Push off. Drop the post. Run to him. Now, again, there was some pressure there. But it, it that's that's a hard – this blitz – is designed, you know, or not, not necessarily, well, I guess designed to, um, it puts Feeney in the most conflict is what I should say. So, and especially with nobody really picking up that penetrator until really late, he was in tough, he was in a tough spot, but played it pretty well. It's funny. Like you watch like any other like podcast live stream, wherever the guys, it was like, back here talking but i'm always like watching my my film so i'm always like so um <laughs> i noticed that i'm always working so close to the screen but i gotta watch you know i have to i have to really see um feeding pull g lead okay so um 
G lead is going to be now the play side guard pulling, kicking out, fullback leading. Oh, mailman's back. Son of a bitch. Um, so you just open pulls, pull. Obviously, you want to take on the inside shoulder to kick him out. You don't you don't want to let him, um, you know, um, spill that run. You don't want to let him take on your outside shoulder. It uh, messes up everything, and it, and it goes to the outside. You're, the play is designed for you to kick him out here. Um, so he takes on the inside shoulder, drops his weight. The thing I like about it um, is that when he comes into this block, pretty good leverage. Probably, I, I would venture to guess he's working off his right instep right here and the hand placement. Again, really like guys attacking those hips. You know, that, that center of mass is how you move guys. You don't move guys from the top. So attack the center of mass, extend, throw him outside. Now, you know, not necessarily the and it's and it's a it's a linebacker so it's not like a d end good movement you know the fullback's in a situation where this is pretty tight so he's not really he's not really able to get through there because they kind of they pinch down on it um so the play doesn't necessarily work out but he does his job we're watching we're watching feeney <laughs> i don't know what happens here i don't know maybe he looks to go finish him but he's like nah maybe not and sort of looks like he's like going he's like you know i'm gonna freaking rock this guy at last second, he's like, nah, maybe not. And then for whatever reason, the linebacker goes to trip him. I don't know if it's a, it, it, it's a reaction, but it kind of looks funny. Next play. Feeney active drag. Left guard here. There you go. That's how you use that drag hand. Perfect. When you have two guys tight to you, to work against twists and stunts and all these different blitzes they, they may do. Um, if you're not initially engaged, you want to throw out a drag hand, which is pretty much just a safety blanket to, to, to whatever side it may be thrown to. Um, if somebody comes in contact with that drag hand, now you use that drag hand as like a, you know, like, like a check. So um, there's drag hands, there's overlaps, there's, you know, whatever, but they're, they're different. Um, I've heard some, I know some people confuse drag hands and, and overlap, but that's, they're different. Overlap more goes on the, the, the tackle or, or the, uh, the center here or the, or the tackle. And it kind of lets them know, Hey, I'm here, you know, type deal. Um, but regardless drag hand, see perfect for stunts and blitzes because now let's say this drag hand wasn't here and he loops. Now maybe this guy penetrates a little bit um, because he's not working against this hand. And when this guy drops off to pick up the looper, now he's in a tough spot, you know, Feeney. So drag hand is active, works onto him, but still frees up half of his body to take on uh, 49. If he continues to penetrate, he'll, he'll push off of this, he'll pick him up. And then, and then the center's job is to fully pick up or to continue to block the, the nose tackle, the tackle, whatever it is. Um, pretty much the same thing, but drag hand is active, shoots his, his left now because he closes some ground, but it has both hand, hands engaged. Good base. Again, doesn't really know what to fully take over. Linebacker loops. He picks up the, the, the picker. Perfect. Like you literally, and he gets under him containment, right hand under tight elbows in steps. Um, that's probably my favorite play. 
watching so far, that's a re- this is a really good play from Feeney. Like really good, not just like oh he's a backup good. That's good good. So he has flashes. He just he's sometimes inconsistent. Uh, this is a bad play. Uh, feet stall. We do see that sometimes from Feeney, left guard. Uh, in the run game, I do. Again, this is why he's not like the best like drive blocker. Um, he's not the, the guy to create like that that vertical or horizontal displacement, really moving guys. He's more of, again, positional leverage, not not physical leverage. Um, so he works to, to 56. Actually gets decent hand placement with the right, seemingly into the chest. Can't really tell necessarily uh, where the left is. But yeah, I can't really tell where the left is. My problem with his him sometimes when when he's when he's run blocking guys and he's and he's trying to create displacement, he tends to his to to try to lift guys, but his feet stall. Um, so it's a different like a pass block. Your feet can stall a little bit and try to lift. And in, in the run game, you got to climb that tree, as they say. Uh, and I've said it many times. You know, in steps. You know, uh, get into their chest and run them up the field. But when your feet stall, you tend to lean. You tend to get uh, top heavy. Um, you're not generating as much force, obviously. Um, than not activating your feet. So here you're going to see his feet stall a little bit. You can see him staying straight up now, not getting, not having his feet under his frame, and he gets stacked. Shed. Gets on the tackle. So you want to see his feet be more active. Feeney cut. All right. Left guard. He's probably going to cut the one tech. Okay, so this is another solution. Like if you're in a situation, um, it's run like this pin pull. And uh, if you're in a situation on the backside where this is not an easy reach, it's it's not. You know, no matter what people think, some people think reach blocks are easy who don't really watch. Um, they're not in any way. Like tighter reach blocks are easy if you have a guy who's going to, you know, kind of hand check them, you know, play long kind of assist you pop up that near shoulder type type stuff we talk about. Um, but when he's tight to the, to the center and you know, the center has to move out immediately to get to the second level, it's not an easy block to make. So people will cut on the backside um, instead of reach or whatever you want to call on the backside. Some people call it hinge, but I think hinge is more on power and, and, and gap type stuff where, you know, people don't truly call backside reaches. It's only on the front side of zones, but I don't give a shit. Um, you know, it's easier to understand reach on the backside. So, um, cuts him and either want to dive through a guy or you want to, you want to turn your body and dive across the thighs. So, but you want to get tight. You don't, you don't want to telegraph. Um, you don't want to do a bunch of stuff. So again, you want to close ground. You want to dive through their, through their thighs or across their thighs. He gets close, eats up ground, enough ground, turns his body, dives across the thighs, cut block, successful. Uh, and then I don't, why does it go for eight more seconds? Oh, I went to go record it again or something. Say so that's, that, that was me in work. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I went back to record it again, but whatever. Sometimes I miss out on the edits or cutting it. Uh, chop trap. People, some people call this like snatch and trap. I, you, you chop the arms. I guess the snatch is if you really like, you, you pop them up and then hit them, but people try to be too fancy. He chops their freaking arms. I snatch and trap. It's a cool term. So, um, jump set, 
yeah, jump sets. So he actually moves towards them vertically. Again, it's a little bit, um, which is fine. Like, you know, change it up from, from jump sets to 45, the resets to, to less aggressive sets. Um, and depends on how the guy's playing. You know, obviously you, you study film and all this stuff for him to know, like maybe, maybe he knows because his stance is a little bit softer and his weight is a little bit back that he's going to pop up. He could take advantage of like whatever it is, you know? So, um, jump set. Looks like the left hand, he tries to throw it into his face to make him throw or it's either that, or he th- goes to throw it high. He doesn't want hands to the face. So he pulls it back. Um, again, don't want to be a thousand percent, but it looks like he's doing that regardless. looks like he's just trying to throw that fake punch just to, just to get him to shoot his hands and then reassess. Left hand lines a little high again, slips off the top. You'd like to see that a little bit lower. Um, right hand lands inside, I think. The wind has to be affected unless something in my house. I keep hearing like, I don't know. You do that or my house is haunted. So left hand punch or, or fake punch. Left hand then lands high. Right hand seems to land up. And they kind of create that separation from each other. Feeney um, goes to throw the left hand again. Deflects it. But now... When he deflects it, this is the main point of contact that's under Feeney is the left arm, the inside arm. And what he does now is because he's leaning, you, you, there are times to lean, there are times not to lean, but you got to be careful. That's the problem with leaning is what happens right here, at least for the, for the it's good for Feeney, not, not good for the defender. He leans into that. If you defeat that lean, you're going to fall. So, you know, if easy example you, you lean on a wall and you're and you're leaning with a heavy slant to a wall so he chops your elbow you're gonna fall your face into the wall you know um so he's leaning heavy into the hand feeney feels that comes down comes over with the left chops it down takes him into the ground so good job feeling that all right i think it was the door behind me affected uh by the wind of the open window maybe we'll see um, that was scary though, because I just paused it and then I came back, the, the screen closed and it had a little spinny wheel and saying, trying to join meeting. If I just recorded for 45 minutes, uh, or not for maybe, maybe, maybe 20, 25, I don't know. Um, and it just completely went to shit. Uh, it'd been tough to, to, to re up and do those 13 plays. It, it, that sucks. It does. Cause then you know, try to hit on points you hit on the first time, whatever it's just, and you don't put as much detail into it. There's no way left guard. Let's jump and check my Wi-Fi real quick. It's good. I paid extra. Like I get, I get like 300, 400 megabits per second or whatever it is um, for purposes of this. So left guard. Um, and this, it, one of, even though we did see some quick hands, some good hand placement initially, um, he is inconsistent with it. And this is one of his problems with center uh, at center is when you snap the ball, your hands are even lower um, with guys close onto him. Again, two tech, two tech right over the top of him. You'd think quick contact, have your hands ready. He tends to drop his hands low and wide and get his chest controlled, um, which is even uh, more. It shows up even more as a center. So drops his hands, hands low, chest controlled. You see he's leaning a little bit. Chess is now controlled. Um, the the two tech the defensive tackle stands him up, 
pops him up. Now he's straight up. You could tell the guy's under his chest. He's really low, good leverage. Pops Feeney up, controls him, peeks to see the running back, finds the running back, gets in on the tackle. You can't you can't come into a block with a tooth deck like this with your hands that low. Now, if your right hand, if your right hand was aggressive and shot up, and this is more of containment, okay, that's 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 makes a little bit more sense. But you can't have both hands drop. There's just no way you're gonna you're gonna get splashed every time. Hold on a second again. Okay, we are golden. Uh, splashed. Okay, fifteen. Somebody's it's like cool in here. I started. Twenty minutes went by and started get hot. So AC went on. Um, left guard. I hope you guys watch the live stream. I'm pumped. I, I love the live streams. They're like once a month, so I get like I get I, I anticipate them. I like talking to you guys. Um, if I had the time, I would like to do one every other week. I like to do one every week, but then it kind of gets to the situation where you're talking about the same thing over and over again. I I I just can't. I just can't do that. I I just can't. But um. I would definitely like to uh, do the one a month with with Save Onania, the one a month with 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 uh, Smith. Um, the only thing we're at risk at is kind of repeating the same topics. Which, if you guys let me know, maybe uh, if you're okay with that. Like, let's say if I do, you know, fifty three man roster prediction, would you like me to do one with Kyle Smith, and then we both do it, and then the next time I kind of just host and we hear Nania's and and, and Sabo's opinions, I kind of just throw my opinion out there a little bit, you know, with them. I kind of just wrap it all up. Same thing with the top 25. Like, would you guys like to see that? Let me, let me know if you could, you know, hopefully somebody or a couple people respond to me. Let me know if you'd like to see that. If you, if you care, if you, if you, do, if you would like to see that, then we can do more live streams. I'm just, again, like we didn't do the, we're not really doing this one this month. I didn't really push because I didn't want to repeat all the same stuff about the draft and all that with, with, uh, with Nania and Sabo. Um, I know Kyle watched a lot more of the draft guys. Um, so when we did the, the live stream, which, by the time you're watching this, we already did. Um, I'll probably just ask him for like updated opinions. I know I did that last live stream as well, but he didn't really watch the late round guys. So he didn't really have an opinion. So I just want to get it really quickly. Uh, left guard. Okay. So now we're seeing some of the bad coming in. So again, I'm okay with the set. Watch the feet. Watch, watch being a little bit, a little bit jumpy right there. Um, and again, hands are high. Left hand lands onto the top of the shoulder. Right hand seems to land high just based on his his arm trajectory to me. And that just comes with watching a lot, at least in my opinion. Um, but his hands land high, so there's he's not really creating any 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 meaningful force. D-tackle uh, almost goes like not like break his elbow but that's like that's like a perfect like arm bar type deal because his his hands on the helmet so he can't really he can't really wipe off of them um so for that sense i guess it's good but he uh penetrates the b gap but he, he clears the plane of feeney and then and then obviously gets a pressure because again because of the because of the hand the hands in high in high placement you got to get one hand at least into the chest one hand into the chest Okay, Feeney, good run block. All right. Oops, sorry. Uh, center? I think he's a center now. There was like some games, like I don't know why. I didn't. I don't really follow the Chargers, obviously. Like there's some games he'd come out for like a couple plays at guard and then go to center. Like I don't know if the center was injured or, or what they were doing, but he's a center right here. Uh, so 
Okay. So they're running this like tight zone and this is a situation where it's a tight zone inside, you know, tight belly zone. You know, the, the gap is pretty much, they're, they're running directly to your ass. So you're going to, or maybe even a little bit behind it um, or whatever. Um, so you don't need to, to fight for any positional leverage. You just want to take the guys where he's going because, because he's reading you. So if this guy's going to slant hard to the outside, which I think is Pecco, um, uh, take him where he's going. So comes into the block low, ducks coming to him. I'm cool with it, especially in run blocking. Uh, again, tight angle. That's the most efficient, you know, angle in terms of, you know, being, I'm not, I suck with them, but like a, a straight, you know, straight form, straight arm isn't as powerful as one that's, that's tucked up a little bit. Um, so good angle for sure. Attacking the ribs, which again, talked about center of gravity, center of mass, push that drive them outside. Now play doesn't work. Not, not Phoenix fault. Good, good block by him. Great job creating movement and kind of just taking the guys to where he's going. Uh, Feeney jump set. Now we're watching the Jags. So yeah, it looks like it's about to be half and half between uh, guard and, and, and center type reps because this is the last game I watched in 2019 of him, which he played all at, or most at guard. Set, uh, left guard right here. Cool with it. Okay. So another, another jump set, a more aggressive set. So now his hands, um, they both shoot. You could double shoot. You could shoot the inside first. You could shoot the outside first. You got to change it up. Um, with outside punches, you, you do have to, t and, and offensive line coaches teach this, when you shoot the outside arm, your hips tend to lock inside. So you have to make sure you step with the outside because a lot of guys um, won't continue to step with that outside. They lock their hips forward, and then the B gap is open. So um, good job taking a wide step, expecting that quick contact with the jump set, in step. Uh, at least the right arm lines inside. Looks like the left arm probably does too, just based on where it's coming from right there. Gets underneath of him, disengage. Gets back into the block. Right-handed into the into the center mass, ribs drive him. Good job. Good block. Drop ball by whoever that was. I didn't see the number. Um, Feeney combo. Okay, left guard. Good combo block. So near steps. It's a lot of what you what you well as the as the high leg, pretend you're depends on the situation, but you want to split them. Allow him to come underneath, kind of get hip to hip, but kind of scoop a little bit underneath of you, take over the block, you work to the second level. So near step, stay square to the second level, eyes on the second level. That's, 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 that's his threat. He wants to pop this guy up to let him overtake it, but he needs to be aware because if this guy shot downhill real quick, he would have to obviously move quicker to him. So gets hands on, but again, eye on the second level. The thing is, is that Quincy Williams? Did he wear 56 for the Jaguars or is he still in Jaguars? I don't know. Uh, Quinn Williams' brother. So works the combo. Eyes on the second level. As soon as he goes to kind of cross the plane of – uh, Feeney, he has to get off the block. He has to pick it up. Boom. You can see, you can see some of the athleticism he has like laterally, like short area explosion type stuff. This is what we're talking about right there. Get out on it. Boom. Pop him. Does he actually, does he actually pancake him or does he trip? 
Nope. Pancake. That, that, that's a, that's a true pancake. I'm cool with it. How do you do it? That's that this refit into the, into the ribs right there. Just again, you see a lot of people just watch it and you'll notice who does it. So I want to say people will get tripped and they'll say, Oh, he trucked them over. Okay. You know, you ever get tabletop in your kid? You guys know what tabletopping is? Is that what you called it? Wherever you live, whatever States, I know people have different stuff. You're talking to your one friend, you know, let's say I'm talking to Kyle Smith. We're having a conversation. I, you know, let, let's say one of my, my friends at a Jets game sneaks up behind him. Even though it would be good on concrete. Let's say Vinny gets on his hands and knees behind him. I push Kyle. He falls over Vinny. Same deal. It's like, oh, he trucked him. Oh, well, you know, I kind of had a lot of assistance from Vinny there. But uh, yeah, we could say that. Um, Feeney, sack allowed, too passive. Okay. Again, slides out, covers, covers the gap, obviously, to where Campbell is. Um, you're dependent. It could be man. It could be slide. We're not going to talk about that right now. Slides to uh, or shuffles to Campbell, who initially isn't lined up over, right over top. But again, um, and his hands are, are on guard. But when you punch, you want to punch in that. So your hands can be on guard. But then if you go to punch and you drop them, what's the point of them being on guard? You know, obviously it allows for quicker deflections and stuff like that. If, if, if Campbell was to shoot first, but you still want to shoot from, from, from your chest, from your hips, you don't want to drop and then shoot. So we're going to see his hands come on guard and kind of, you know, just run them a little bit. Then when he goes to shoot wide and I'm, this hand comes from wide because he kind of angles inside. So it becomes an, Oh shit containment punch inside, but still a little bit too passive. And that's why you want to see left into the chest. Like that's where he is. Take it. Take the chest. A little bit too passive. Now he gets uh, obviously grabbed. Oh, so, so they end up running a uh, an ET stun. So E, T, loop. And um, he's a little, little bit too passive so that they allow – he really allows it to set up. And then he gets uh, – Josh Allen, right? Uh, he, gets, uh, he gets picked. So then nobody – so he doesn't pick up the, the looper because he's so because he's more passive and not really aggressive and taking on the looper um he uh gets picked as well now he lets up the sack so not a great job feeney two for one okay so this looks like it's probably gonna be good okay quick blitz they literally blitz every gap um, at least to this side, you have the, you have the C, the B, the A, the A, the B. So, um, situation where obviously they check to something or, or, you know, rivers hit is hot or side adjust or whatever, not well, not side adjust, but hot, whatever it may be. Um, got the ball out really quickly. So they knew it was coming, but Feeney does a good job because there's two guys. Is he going to get assistance? He's not hundred percent sure. I mean, if he does, he wants to get two hands on. So slides inside splits the difference. Right hand into the chest, left hand into the chest, and just slow them down. You don't have to completely pick it up, but just slow them down. Just just enough to not hit rivers. So good job. Two for one. Feeney not ready. Hmm. Left guard. Mike Williams touchdown, right? Is it Mike Williams? 81? I don't know. I, don't know. I couldn't see his number. 
88. No, it's not Mike Williams, right? That's a tight end. I forget what his name is, though. Um, so left guard, another situation again. You, you you can't you can't drop your hands low and wide unless there's nobody by you, which you still don't want to get into the habit because then when you're you know when you're when you're I can't I, I don't know if you're, I get an expression for that, but um when you you create bad habits like that if somebody if somebody's not not on, not on you um it's actually something I, and a quick story uh i think i'm just talking to my subscribers now uh I, I went to you guys know i graduated uh the academy and then i went to the pistol range instructor course which you basically have to shoot like 90 percent with reduced times um to be a, a pistol instructor so i i can teach people how to shoot and you know qual i can qualify people and all that and uh one of the things I was doing, I, I really, I usually don't get into side stories like this, but one of the things I was doing while I was at the range, it's an indoor range. There was this little kind of like bench next to me. And when I was unloading, I tend to, to unload and then put the, my, my empty, um, magazine on, on the table. And I was doing both that and I would have extra magazines cause you need like 60 and around, which we, we only carry three. So I would have my extra magazines on the bench. And during the actual qualification, you could only have it on your belt because you're never going to be in a gunfight and be using a bench. You're not gonna have a bench next to you with your magazines on it. So they like ding me a couple of times or kind of talk to me about like, stop reaching to the bench. Like they're on your waist. Like I, I, I practice with, okay, grab it from the bench. Okay. Grab it from the bench. Okay. Grab it from the bench. That's where my magazines were. When it came time to actually do it, because I was under a lot of pressure, you know, you have to shoot well. I wasn't thinking and I was going to the bad habit, going to the bad habit. And then I, I killed that right there. Put it in my pockets, refilled my magazine pouch. Like that's what I would do because again, you're not gonna have a bench next to you. I hope I never have to ever use my, my weapon, but you know what I'm saying? You can't practice bad habits. And that bench for me was a bad habit because I was practicing and practicing and practicing before. And then it almost screwed me, but I, uh, I fixed it. So Little, little side story. So left guard, but that's why you can't drop your hands. <laughs> Mine's a little bit more different. Mine's different, but the same, same idea. Um, so, uh, he gets splashed. As I said, hands, hands come from low and wide, get splashed. If this is a, any, any form of a decent player, he, he wins this rep, which he gets under him. Kind of pop sheds them, bull, uh, push pull, whatever you want to call it. Um, bull rush or, or not bull rush, uh, bull jerk. I usually push uh, push pull more for the run game. Uh, bull bull jerk for more of the pass game, but nonetheless pops them up. Now his momentum is going up. He doesn't have any balance. His weight's on on his lower half. It's upwards. Now he's gonna, now he jer he jerks it down uh, to get past him. Gets the pressure on to, on a tie rod who hits whoever that is green Virgil green. Is that his name? If I had to guess, I'm going to say Virgil green. That is my final answer. Uh, 22 T over. Oh, tackle over. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Okay. So he's center here and they, they run tackle over where there's no left tackle here. It's just, it's, it's, it's Hunter Henry and it tackles over here. So they run, it's a tackle over set. Um, that's how you define that. Oop, what the hell? So T over good combo. 
Okay. So yeah. So sorry. He's a, he's a center. So I was watching left guard. I'm like, Oh, whatever. Um, so he, 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 uh, um, ricochet blocks him where one of the feet is going to drop backwards in step explode into him. So it's a ricochet block ricochet. And he's just trying to pop up that near shoulder before he climbs. So there's different ways of doing combos. There's a near steps, there's a ricochets, there's a bunch of stuff. Um, so ricochet and the guy kind of arm overs him, but it still kind of does the same thing where it's pop. It, 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 he doesn't necessarily pop up the shoulder, but the defensive line kind of does it for him. And then the, and then he, the 76, the left guard is able to, is able to catch him. So ricochet, good job. Stays on it. You don't want to, you don't want to come off if this guy drops into coverage. So he stays on it until uh, 44 closes a little bit of ground comes off of it. And uh, closes ground, pops him. Just enough to, to, to maintain inside leverage. Gets his legs are rolled up on. You got to be careful. That's how I would say probably nine, probably 90% of offensive linemen injuries happen. That was always the scariest thing in football, like blocking whatever it meant to have been, like receiver, running back, uh, and you're involved in a blocking play and somebody rolling up on your legs, tackling. It doesn't matter. Like that's, that's, the, scariest, that's the scariest thing. Uh, center again. Oh, so we're watching at center now because now this is Miami. Now this is 2020. Sorry, I, I didn't even realize we're done with the Jacksonville game. I was too into my 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 bench magazine stories. Got a got a load got a load from the hip, not the not the bench. That's that's the that's the story. Bad habits. Um, Feeney top heavy run block. Um. This would be a situation where, like in 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 John Benton, you know, uh, they they would well, I, well, they wouldn't block it like this. They would actually he would actually ch cheat to pop up the shoulder, so he wouldn't really step right here. He would pop up the shoulder and then climb. So they would almost they would they would cheat like an like a, uh what do you, he calls it like an overtake block I think, um, where now he doesn't go. Um, well, is it inside zone or is it outside zone? It's it's. It could be either one. It's, it's, it's a little bit harder to tell with this. Um, maybe it's, it, it, I would guess eventually how they block it's outside, but um, they, in Benton's system, he would cheat to the outside shoulder, pop him up. And then he, and then he wouldn't go technically screw. Like he wouldn't go like screws to screws. Like they like to call it. He would, he would cheat to the outside shoulder. Screws to screws is helmet on helmet. Um, and you read them. But in this situation where he's going to widen like that, it's a little bit hard. Um, if anything, you'd probably like to see him just taking where he's going. Uh, he's widening, get your hand on, get the left hand onto the hip and drive him out. Um, but the problem is with this, he's, he's leaning a little bit. Again, not, not the best position to be in in terms of the upper body lean and he gets his chest controlled, even on a combo block, which is not great. Pull to the, pull to the, to the ground. So again, you can't be top heavy because this is what happens, especially if you don't have control over his chest, you're, you're going to get tossed every time. So we're seeing some issues with his run blocking, pass blocking too. Again, in no way is perfect. You know, and I said, not a good starter. You, you heard me say that before. So, uh, I think he's a good backup two for one. Okay. So center They're uh, they're running this radar defense where nobody is down. You don't really know where the pressure is coming from. 
It's not a tag rush, but it's just a full out blitz. And two guys line up directly over him. And obviously they're going to move the offensive line's going to move a little bit to the left because there's more threats to the left. So they're going to slide this way. Um, and he's going to move to his left initially. There's two guys. He has to, he has to depend on the right guard to pick up the a gap, you know, to his right, because he's moving to his left. Um, there's two guys right near him. What does he do again? Similar situation, left hand on left hand on split the difference between them and just, you know, slow them up enough for, for Herbert to get the ball out. So good job. I'm, I'm cool with it. And he, and, he, and he holds off for a decent amount of time. It's not, it's not like it's just a, pop, a quick pop. Like it's a, it's a good two seconds. Say so he's just slowing those guys down. They stonewall him. No, but that's about as good of a job as you can do. Feeney splash. We're going to see a lot of, of splashing uh, center. Okay. So um, who cares? I'm not going to play it through. Uh, again, they run another, inside or inside tight zone and what happens or tight belly zone. And what happens is, uh, again, situation where you should expect quick, quick contact. There's a guy directly, you know, over top of you or right, you know, he's a shade, shade nose, one tech, whatever you want to call him. Um, but you have to expect that quick contact and again, snaps the ball and it's hard. It is hard for centers. It, it is because your, your hand is naturally down, whatever ball, whatever hand you're snapping with. But, Got to be mindful. Get your hands on really quick. Um, he does not. His hands come, again, drop. Left hand drops, comes from wide. Controlled. Lifted up, tight elbows, controls his chest. Drops the instep, drops the weight, throws him by, and the running back has to, has to uh, bend the run back. But regardless, you know, and, and the running back picks up yards. But obviously, it's not a good block by, by Feeney. Nobody's going to argue that. So... Through uh, 26, great movement and adjust. So like, now we're seeing some of the inconsistency. So like Brian Winters vibes. Winters had some really good plays and then followed by really bad plays. Which again, Brian Winters is a backup a couple of years ago. I've been cool with. Stutter, not so much. Oh, gee, I, I keep watching the freaking guard. Uh, okay, so center. Sorry, I didn't say that. Oh, yeah. Okay, I really like this play. So he he like takes a he takes like a bucket step, um, right here because he's gonna try to pop up that that out this this guy's gonna try to pop up the outside shoulder, and he's going to try to overtake it. Um, but now the problem is okay pre snap versus post snap, he's he times that snap really well. Like his foot is coming up before literally almost before the ball is actually it's coming up before the ball is so he times it very very well. Um, so now. With him penetrating that A-gap, there is no way possible Feeney is going to be able to get play side leverage on him on that outside shoulder. There's just, there's, it's, it's absolutely impossible. So now they have to adjust. Okay, well, before we're going to combo him, you're going to move to the second level. But again, pre-snap versus post-snap. Um, and this is like part of awareness for offensive linemen. Like you don't really think about awareness. Necessarily. Well, I guess you do. Maybe more pass blocking than run blocking, but it comes in run blocking too. So now you can't, get, you can't overtake this block. So Feeney adjusts really, really well. Knows he has to climb to the, to the linebacker, but to assist the guard now, he, he, uh, he slingshots him, which slingshot for offensive lineman. He's just going to grab the, the, with the inside arm right here, pull the chest and then push the hip to make him go vertical. So like you see a lot of guys on the backside of zones. Um, they might like, you know, let's say it's like a, like the left tackle 
let's just say it was like a run this way. The left tackle, it's like this guy shoots his face, he opens up, and now he can't cross his face, whatever, like he tries to, to adjust. So now instead of just kind of blocking him and taking him to where he's going, you slingshot him where instead of working again to where he's going, you push him upfield. So you take him vertical um, from the backside. So that's, that's what Feeney does right here. Slingshot. Slingshot, work to the second level. Take a good angle to cut him off. Get in on the block. Now, again, doesn't work for, for other reasons. Um, but in terms of what Feeney did right there, that's probably – I can't imagine there being a better play this review, but that's really, really good. There was another really good one before, but it's not. I, as a homeowner, you get all these stupid freaking calls all the time. You know, the more stuff you own, the more calls you get for bullshit. Cause you know, all these companies sell your number, which is, you know, part of that 17 page contract you sign. You don't read every line to, but you agree to it. So, uh, center, right? Yeah. Center. Again, it's hard as a center. It is. With an aggressive, uh, to be transparent again, with a, with an aggressive nose tackle over top of you, they have a massive advantage on stacking you. They do because your hands drop. So if they time that snap well, they're getting into your chest. Here, I'm not going to kill them a lot because this the, the the center or the nose tackle is into his chest immediately. But we're gonna we're gonna t- you know talk about it at least a little bit. Um, that's what happens. This hand scoops from pretty low. Again, it's kind of hard because he's already kind of his his momentum's going down and up. So this hand kind of follows. Um, still, nonetheless. Gets stacked, hands on, driven into the backfield a little bit, shed, tackle. You know, so his hands come wide and and from low as a as a left guard. But when you have guys over the top of you, that's what I'm saying. He's I, th- I think he's a better guard than center, um, because that that bad trait is now is now emphasized even more at center because you have to even have more like quicker hands to be quicker at center than you are at guard. Uh, good eyes. Okay. Center versus jets. They're, they're uh, sugaring the a gap with uh Lange and Hewitt. Neither on the team anymore. I know Lange went to the Patriots. I don't know where I forget where Hewitt is. I think Hewitt, did he go to the, with Jordan Jenkins to the, to the, uh, Texans? Good luck to them. Um, so shuffles to his left. Um, you have another, you know, interesting. Uh, you have Hewitt, who's in man coverage on on the running back, who loses him. Not not a good play by Hewitt. Uh, he he's way too jumpy right there. But we're not talking about the Jets. So at first, he thinks he's going to block Hewitt. Hewitt kind of loops. So now with that looper, what usually comes with a looper? A penetrator. Eyes look immediately to Jenkins. Hands on. Left hand into the chest, right hand into the ribs, into that center of mass extension, and then goes to drop his post um, for Hewitt. But he notices Hewitt drop back. Now he looks um, to his to his right to find any other threat, and uh, gets a little chip on Basham. Balls thrown, whatever. But good play, good eyes. I, I like that play from him. A big step and lean. Okay, center. He's not. It's not a good play for him. Okay, gets beat by Henry Anderson. 
again, when, when you're on the goal line, you have a little more flexibility to come off the ball low and expect quick contact because there's not a lot of like backdooring and gap exchanging um, on the goal line. It's more just filling that gap and just pushing up field um, because you're on the goal line. You don't really have necessarily time to get lateral. Um, obviously there are times you can do it, but so here comes off the ball leans big step with his right foot inside. Again, you want to, especially Ben, Ben's first step lead step. Um, like Ben would teach us lead step. So another call from the same number from Morristown. Hello. Goodbye. Okay. They'll call me back again. I answered. Now I'm on the list still. So, and I can't like, I, I, you know, if I didn't have a job, I liked, I would say something different, but okay. Uh, just in case, imagine if it was like some like chief from Morristown calling me, uh, Feeney, big step and lean. Oh yeah. So we talked about it. Sorry. Uh, I got distracted. So again, Ben would teach like a lead step. So lead to gain ground work off the instep, which allows the step to get vertical. But again, it's short because, but the second step creates power, but it's short. He wants that second step to be really, really quick. So a little bit bigger of a lead step, instep, uh, off the lead, and then the foot that follows. Um, but he wants them to be pretty tight and quick because it allows you to um, adjust. So this hand would rake, come kind of to the shoulder. Um, this hand would, would be that catch hand, that back that backside hand. That either if he widens, it takes it takes him outside, or um, if he tries to cut backside, it catches him. Now you get the positional leverage. So two biggest steps, two bigger leans. Our lean hand isn't you know catch hand isn't up, um, etc. We talked about it. Gets backdoored. Henry Anderson gets the, the tackle for loss. Thirty. Uh, again, sugaring the A gap. Okay, so now they run like uh, a, it's a stunt. I guess it's not technically like a TE, but it acts in the same way where you have the inside guy. Um, so I don't, I don't love the design of this, to be honest. Uh, I, I, I get it. Like they're 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 doing really quick penetration because if he steps out on him, they're going to try to quickly penetrate with a more of a speed player. Um, we're as compared to a defensive lineman, but regardless, um, you have him blocking, uh, you have him sliding, right. The running back's going to fill eight outside and he steps to his right hands on again, no feels the movement. If he's just running right into the guard, what's probably going to come to your left side, probably a looper. So passes it off. Plays relative. He, he overcommits a tiny bit. I would seem to play with more extension. He kind of shoves versus push. Push, you're more extended. Push, shove is more take extra steps to shove him and overcommit. Um, ben talked about the difference of that, and we will talk about the difference of that. I have already, but we will emphasize it more in other shows when we're watching Jets offensive line. So a little bit more of a shove than a push playing long. Overcommits his hips a little bit. Too much for me. But he's able to drop the post. You can see some of the some of the mobility he has, his short air explosion, uh, etc. Gets back on it, picks him up. He didn't even need assistance, so good job. A little bit again, a little bit bad, but mostly good. 
We have play 30. We have 14 plays left. And then I'm running right to the next review, which who cares what it is? You're watching this one. That next one will probably be a couple of weeks later than, oh, maybe not a couple of weeks. We're, we're running towards the end now, but I'm not sure if this next guy is going to be next in the review cycle. I, I severely doubt it, but it's what I'm doing because it's a shorter one and I have time. Or I have some time, not enough time. Uh, center? Okay. So... You want to cover that. This is pretty simple. Um, you and sometimes it's hard depending on alignment, but you want to cover gaps with your feet. When you cover gaps with just your hands, it's a lot easier to work past somebody's just their hands than their hands under their feet. So he's covering this gap with just his hands instead of taking more of an ankle to cut them off. Get get the right hand inside, work through that right hand, and then just widen or at least get under him, opens, Henry Anderson, double swipe into an arm over, rip, gets in on the sack because of his feet. This is, this is a foot thing. Foot thing and I'd say the lack of aggression with the right hand too, just overall. So not a good block. Um, Henry Anderson's not a bad he's, – he's not as – uh, how, how do I, how do I say this? What, what year was he first signed? Was that 2018? Let's say it's 2018 for, for my, my sakes. I forget if he was 17 for three or four years. I think it was three years, 2018 or 2018 really solid, like eight sacks, whatever it was, seven sacks, uh, good, you know, play, had a great year, 2019, really bad year, 2020 played a little bit better in a reduced role. But what I'm trying to say with that is he's not as good as he was in 2018. He's not as bad as he was in 2019. He's kind of in the middle of that, um, which I believe he was in 2020. I don't know the numbers and stuff, but he's playing pretty well this game. Um, I didn't, I, I, you know, again, how do you not know you watched Jets all year? I've watched a thousand, not even a thousand. I've, I've recorded a thousand plays. I've watched 10,000, 15,000 probably since then. So yeah, that's why. Um, that's my, I, I always say, I can admit that like, you know, I watched like Carl Lawson, obviously what March. So people are like, Oh, what is their strengths? So we still have top of my head. Sometimes like, uh, like I know like, like really generically, but, uh, you forget. So center, similar thing. Not as dramatic as the other one, but, um, that lead step doesn't gain any ground. It, 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 it comes horizontal. Um, so he doesn't close any, any distance on him to, you know, kind of, uh, lessen the chance he cross his face because it's a, it's a, it's a harder angle. Which again, you just gotta be ready for it. Like this is hard. Like if you were to, like, if he was trying to scooch and be really quick, like back, you know, uh, horizontal and back, horizontal and back, it, it's tough when a guy's going to cross your face because you are losing that ground. And it's even harder to get on them, um, but you got to be you got to be ready with that backside hand to catch. That 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 hand is really important. And he ducks into it. Hand is wide. Again, backdoors them. They have a little, they have, they have a uh, gap exchange here, where again he could, it it could be by design where he loops in and then he fills the a gap, or it could just be they, he reads them and he does whatever he wants. And and Langy's keying on uh, 
Henry Anderson, which doesn't look like he's just keying straight on the bat on the running back in the backfield. It looks like, but regardless, gets beat. Feeney pull center. Same thing as power. It's it's power just with a center on um, whatever you want to call it, but it's an it's it's just an adjustment. Down down pull the center. He kicks out. Fullback leads. So, um, good job. Bucket step, open pull. Just open that back foot. Go backwards. That bucket step again. I could just imaginary imaginary bucket right here. Pulls his foot back and up. Steps in the bucket. That's that's to open his 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 hips to get outside. Tight angle to the upfield shoulder. You want to kick him out. You don't want him to necessarily uh, spill this inside. Even though he, even if he does, and, and Edmonds isn't going over top, it could be really bad for them. But uh, Eckler have to read that and bounce. But by design, you have to kick him out. So take on the inside shoulder. Drop the shoulder and the elbow. Act as like a shock absorber. Then get under it after you you initiate the shock. Readjust the left hand. Get into the chest, drive him outside. Slips off the back block eventually, but you, you're going to call this a successful block. You know. Oh, what happens there? Oh. Okay. Um. Ten plays. Ten plays left. Okay. Good combo. Now we are seeing the center again. Ricochet, left foot back, left foot back, brace. You're basically, it's almost, it acts like it's like a brace step almost at times as well. So it's it's ricochet, drop that shoulder, square uh, to, to his target on the second level. We're basically running like a duo um, with a fake uh, whatever like a jet not well not really like a true jet he just he's just kind of sifting and, and picking up any outside threat but um regardless for feeney ricochet shoulder in and they're working to the to the backside backer which ends up being uh poyer in this situation good timing coming off of it again don't want to come off too early but as soon as he starts to, to penetrate you got to fill or if he tries to fill that gap, you got to uh, create some movement. Don't let him penetrate to the backfield. Drops the shoulder. Pops him up. Good job. Oh, okay, so now they're, they're, they're running like veer. I, I, I didn't watch. I, was, I thought the running back was going to hand off. So similar blocking. It's, 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 uh, it's um, gap blocking. But now uh, they're reading the... The uh, the end the the e mall, and which is the end man online, um, and Herbert's either gonna pull it or hand it off, and he, I would say incorrectly, if he knew that this guy was in a pass, pulls it. But whatever, next play. Two. So, it's gonna be fun to go play by play. Like we're we're gonna do the studs and duds again. We're going to do bad offense, good offense, good defense, bad defense, and uh, 
I'm not gonna have to watch. Which again, I, I like doing this, but I'm not gonna watch 45 plays in a row of an offensive lineman. It's gonna be, you know, uh, Zach Wilson, then Mims, then Corey Davis. Sometimes it's hard to cut down plays. Like some play, some of them I want to do. You know, let's say average game is. 130 plays probably now. I would say anywhere from 120 to 140. Um, I want to do like 100 of those plays sometimes, especially if it's in a good game. Last year, or sometimes with Gates era, I've struggled to find like 20 I wanted to do. So, comes off the ball. Sometimes he does, he does pop up off the ball where he comes a little bit high. Here, he comes off the ball pretty high. Again, big steps with the, with the inside step. Um, take big steps. So there's a lot of that quick change of direction. Again, you want to run the feet. You want to be, you know, you want to cover ground, but you also want to run, want to have quick feet um, to be able to change direction. Big step from the inside. 50 or, uh, is that 51 or 61? 61, what a gross number for a defensive lineman. Disgusting. Um, but it gets his face crossed, goes to pick that up, isn't able to. It's just because of the big steps initially, the, the hop, this. Now, I know he hops to get back, to get back on the, on, uh, you know, to pick up that block, but it's because of the, the big step. Yeah. Shoot your hands. Don't want the hands to drop and kind of drop to get you where you're trying to go. Like, you know, kind of run your arms to like a receiver. You got to be ready at your hands. Face crossed pressure allowed 36. We're not ending on the best note, but we started pretty well. So remember the beginning as well. Uh, center. Yeah. Okay. So they run a, a TE, um, not the best design because there's really nobody to pick up Feeney, um, but the looper comes into a gauge with them. It's, it's, it's not necessarily the easiest spot for him. Um, the only thing I'm going to say is in this position, when you're coming into, in, into position on this, with this block, you're leaning a little bit, um, and then with his, with his hips – like they are with the left foot kind of aggressively more in front of the right foot. Um, if this outside is defeated, you're going to have a really tough time getting back on the block. So you kind of want to see him drop his, drop his weight. Obviously you want to see, you know, hands inside, which he actually does. Um, but you want to see him kind of be able to play inside and out. And just because the arm gets, he gets clubbed right here. He's never going to be able to recover. Not necessarily the easiest spot. Not even necessarily the easiest thing to discuss, but you can see him kind of stall, you know, you want to see more activity nearly gets beat for the, uh, for the sack. Obviously it leads to a pressure, but still nonetheless, not a good play. 37. Uh, no idea why I'm sure told you it's four o'clock. I, I have no idea. I looked at the clock. I was like, Oh, it was four o'clock, but I told you anyway, but that was a weird quick want, uh, center. Okay, thing about center too is like not just picking up stunts and all the stuff, and and this is why it kind of comes with like uh, I'm not I'm not gonna go that direction. Um, you have to gain depth as an offensive lineman at a certain extent at a certain point too. Like yeah, there are times to jump set. There's times to be more aggressive. Um, centers do need to gain depth because if NFL teams start to notice centers not gain depth they're going to run more stunts at them. It's just, it's, it just, it's just going to happen because if he's going to not close, he's going to be more patient, but not close ground. Like he kind of tends to run his feet. Now what, now what happens now they're not at the same, at the same again, depth. So when a picker comes, that picker is going to have a really easy time to attack. Not necessarily the, 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 you know, 
tighter to the front side. He's going to be able to uh, attack like the back side of him and push him still. But now he has a much clearer lane to pick up stunts and you're not going to be able to pick up stunts as well if you're on the same you know, level as the guards. So um, teams will spread you out and then they'll run stunts. So it's, it's a good design. To to be honest, and another thing is like you want to see um, you want to see the guard pick it up a little bit better as well, but he hasn't gained any depth. Open a gap. It is is a hard situation. Like, does he does he not get enough depth? Like, I, I guess not. Um, it's a, it's a tough one though. He's put he's put in a rough spot where you know doesn't really get hands on etc. Kind of you know is, is a little bit heel clicky etc. Um, and 50, which is what, I don't know. I forget who 50 is, um, on their team. He does a good job extension attacking the hip so he can't get back over. So the looper gets free. He gets hands on. It's, it's a tough spot to be in. Let's be honest. It it is. Some stunts are going to beat you, you know, but, um, that was a good design in terms of really pulling him and kind of delaying. I'm not just delaying, you know, like vertical relationship, like, even pulling you um, to open up the the lane for the for the penetrator, it's not not an easy thing to do. Beat stunt, okay, center. So we saw some good at first. We're seeing some bad now. So they're in a slide, um, or they're they're in gap protection. Or sorry, they're they're in um, yeah they're in gap protection. So kind of like zone blocking, they're all going to move to their to their to their left to the right from, from the left guard, he's on an Island. So his, he's looking to 53 because that's where he's moving to. But at the same time, you have to be aware of what's right next to you as well. You know, um, this is your most immediate threat, even though this is where you're moving to. So we want to move this way, but get hands on, be aware of, of the one tech. Um, so he slides or he shuffles kind of hard and opens up pretty quickly. Again, you want to see him stay more square here while while he's while he's shuffling to be able to pick up the inside. I don't know who seventy six is, but doesn't notice him angling towards him, which is going to you know key off of a you know a stunt blitz twist, whatever you want to call it. Um, where if he was more square and more aware, he'd kind of feel this and see it, get his hand on, pick it up, allow allow the left guard to drop off and pick up fifty three, but he gets beat by it. You know, in terms of him not picking it up, the guy getting his hands on and, and, and throwing him out of the way and uh, getting in on the uh, on the pressure. So you just want to see him be more aware and kind of commit at least a little bit more to the one tech. That's his most immediate threat. And that's exactly why you have to do that. Good stunt pickup. Okay, so bad to good. Zero tech right over top of him. No stackle. He's a center. Okay, that's good. There we go. So now he comes off the ball, shoots the left immediately. There he goes. Now his hands are not dropping all the stuff, and we're seeing a more successful play. Holy crap. So more aggressive, but he's a no stack. He's going to be right over the top of you. You're, you, you're, you can be aggressive. So shoot the hand. They, they run the, uh, the TE. Same, it works the same way. It's a linebacker, so not technically, I guess, but it works the same, same way. You know, the, the linebacker pushes to, to take his attention away, pick, loop. Um, but Fiend does a good job landing left, which now pops him up, doesn't let him penetrate as hard. 
which always sounds effed up, but right into the uh, the left guard. So picks him up, feels the stun coming, gets that last push in. Again, turns the turret more of the upper body than the lower body. Doesn't overcommit. Uses that as a launch point again. When you're, when you're swimming in a pool, would you, rather, would you rather push off of something to get a head start or would you rather not? You know, so, so you want to push off this to get back inside. So not overcommitting, but shoving to get inside. Drop the post, hand inside, containment. Pick them up. Good job. Four plays left. Okay. Um, center. Okay, so good zone block here. Um, you got obviously you're you're blocking a zone. You have to be aware of what's coming to you. Um, tough spot for the for the for the offensive line in general here, just in terms of like, you know, him trying to this this the guard trying to pop up the shoulder, climb to the second level, and assuming these guys are in a combo to this backer, and then these guys are gonna pick up these guys. So uh, with hard with with this guy penetrating. Uh, to the back side, got it, it is a little bit difficult for them, but um, good job by Feeney having the awareness. Like this guy widens now. If he kind of spiked directly into Feeney, it'd, it'd be a tough spot where this would probably be a little bit too tight for anybody to squeeze through anyway. But um, nonetheless, again, you know he he steps inside, but then he widens. So good job by Feeney not overreacting to that and staying aware of the, the of the backside um, a gap. So he gets hands on. Drops off of the block initially with the defensive lineman, picks up the the penetration from the backside A. Cool with it. I like that play. Three plays left. Top heavy. Okay, center. Yeah. Um, when he's coming to the second level, he he does tend to kind of get into the block with a narrow base and lean into it. Um Again, like I said, you want to run off the ball. Um, you want to climb with a good, you know, a good base, be able to change directions. Um, and your hands don't have to be aggressive in terms of shooting inside because they could swipe it, whatever. The, the more tight your hands are, the more easy they are to, to swipe. Like there's, there's good, there's positive negatives with pretty much everything you do. Um, but you do not want to climb with a narrow base and leaning because any type of swipe, any type of lateral movement, you're going to be screwed. You see, as he closes some ground here. He gets, he gets pretty narrow and starts to lean into the block. Lean. The linebacker pops from the chest. Pop. Get outside. And uh, almost gets on the tackle, but you know the, the crack block comes from the outside. So you want to see him climb with a little bit better of a, a base and not so much top lean. He gets abused right there. Feet stall. I wonder if we're going to end up with a good player or a bad play. This is the second to last. I'm going to go with... Bad. I'm going to go with bad. Uh, center. Okay, again, you, you'd see him, you know, when he's not initially engaged and he, and there's a guy working towards him, he kind of just – he doesn't, like, root his feet or kind of, like, foot fire run his feet, where, again, allows quick change direction. He tends to just stall and feet stop, which is not conducive to moving in any way. So shuffles to his to his right. And again, coming to this block, just stalls, just feet stall. Again, it's not, it's not like that he's just staying still for 10 seconds, but you could see him, 
he doesn't continue to to to, to gain a ground on him, not you know to, to cut him off. He kind of just stalls. Doesn't have a good base under him. Leans into it. So now it's gonna be easier for him to win the outside if he defeats the hands because of the feet stalling. It's by him the little club arm over. Beat for a QB hit. Feet can't stall like that. Last play, overcommit. Okay, I was right. Uh, center. Okay, so now they're um, running a draw, and he's comboing to the backer. Now again, similar situation where you don't want to chase a block. Like if if he if he's going to widen, if he's going to stack. Again, another situation. You know, don't have to be as disciplined with it because he's farther off. But you want to turn less of the tank and than the turret type deal again. So you don't want to overcommit. You know, get your get play long, get your hands on, and then climb. But you don't want to completely commit to it and then try to climb because if this guy is going to notice this and shoot, who's more of the athlete, fifty nine or the offensive lineman? Fifty nine is going to be. So he overcommits to it. You could see, not even here, but with the extra shove right here, which again shoves when you're close, lead to extra steps. See what I'm saying? Shoves lead to extra steps. Push pushes do not. So overcommits to it with a shove. Now he's in a bad spot. You know whether it be cutting the run back, whatever it be. Even if if he even if it's a slam to the a gap, he's in a position where he's not picking up 59. So he overcommits on that combo on the first level. He ends up making the tackle. Not a good play. So with that being said, the strengths and weaknesses for Feeney. Um, 27 years old, six four, three three hundred eleven pounds. That's what I found. A lot of people comment to me, oh, well, technically he's 6'3 three and 3 fourths, and he was found to be 312 pounds. Like, okay, you know, general, whatever, if there's different measurements everywhere. Like, there'll be a measurement of a player who, um, let's say, he's a lighter player. You know, let's say he's a center and he's 290. And for a school website, he weighs 290, but he goes to the combine and maybe he doesn't run, but he wants to bulk up to give the, give the appearance of, Oh, well, he has actually playing 10 pounds heavier. He'll bulk up for the combine. It's like, just find a number. They, they fluctuate a lot anyway. Um, but strengths, quick feet, strong punch, short area, quickness, effort, flexible, loose, um, quick punch when he wants to, uh, fights to stay on blocks, lateral movement, acceleration, good at picking up, uh, picking up blitzes. Mostly I put sort of, uh, looks to plow or hammer when he's on, when he's unblocked or when he's unengaged, um, quick anchor, which he doesn't have the best anchor, but he sets it really well. Like it doesn't take him a long time to, to get underneath the guy and set his anchor. So that's a positive, good puller. I said, mullet is a positive. It works to reset hands, attack center of gravity on combos for the most part, core power, good zone blocker angles on second level are usually pretty good versatility to play left guard, center, right guard, activize, uh, snaps of him getting hands on multiple blitzers. We saw that weaknesses doesn't sustain blocks. Doesn't play with balance and run game top heavy on second level and on first level at times. Uh, doesn't play with strong base hands tend to land high and wide. Uh, can overcommit and chase blocks oversets at times, which again, you don't want to necessarily overset to, to one side. Sometimes you want to kind of split the, the, the half man type stuff that we've discussed. Um, can reach for blocks, pulled off balance easily, feet stall on run blocks too often and on pass box. Um, I'm just gonna say feet, feet stall too often because that happens for both. Uh, doesn't create a lot of movement as a run blocker needs to play with hands on guard 
hands can shoot from long and wide. Play is high. I think I remember everybody said that once. Steps too big. Uh, steps are too big in bad situations to do so. Which, yeah, sometimes big steps are good. Sometimes they're bad. Uh, depends on what the situation is. Feet not always smooth. Um, sometimes a little bit clunky. Uh, feet can stall while punching. Kind of said already. And too passive at times. Um, so that's it. I appreciate everybody for listening. Um, this is probably one of the last reviews I'm, I'm assuming. Um, there's probably four or five players you guys voted or, or would vote Feeney over, but we'll see. Appreciate all you guys. I'll see you uh, in a couple of seconds when I record the next episode. Oh.